our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. to Girls That Invest. You're joined today by your host, Simon Meyer, two millennial investors who are here to help you learn about all things investing and personal finance. Hello, Maya. Kia Sim. Last week, we did a money audit, or as you like to say, you don't you like using the word audit. What did you say? Reflecting. Money reflecting. Yep. From now on, I'm not even going to say like company financial audits. We're going to say company financial reflecting. Reflections. Reflections. Yep. Mm-hmm. Why don't you like the word audit? No, it's it's just like one of those things, like it's like, oh, tax, Ooh. like auditing. It's just one of those words where you're like, oh, you don't like tax? No. Do you not like helping our government to fund yeah, I, the roads? and the? No, I, I support that. It's doing the taxes, even though that's no excuse because it's kind of automatically done in New Zealand. It is. I always love yeah. when our American friends and like followers, <laughs> we've got a big chunk of them. And girls and best are like, it's tax time. And the IRS will not tell me how much I owe in tax. But if I give them the wrong number, I might go to jail. Mm, yeah, okay. I take that back. I've got it good. Anyway, so financial, mm. not audits, but financial reflections. We did one for 2023. If you want to have a listen, last week we went over the five things that we spent money on that made us happy. Things that we maybe weren't expecting. And then this week, we are going to be talking about the five things that we bought last year, things that we spent money on, our hard-earned money, the money from our own pockets, from the blood, sweat, and tears that we have brought in, like the cash that we have made, spent money on, thought they were going to make us happy, and then on reflection realized, I literally do not care. Like, I am no happier or sadder, sometimes sadder, for what I've bought. Mm. It was confronting, writing this out. Yep. It was like stressful. <laughs> stressful? How so? Well, just like one, I buy something and it doesn't make me happy. That's a waste of money. And now I realize I've spent money and I am no happier. I am financially <laughs> worse off and in terms of happiness, the exact same. Is that not stressful? Mm, yeah, the buyout isn't worth it. The return on investment is poor. Is not good. I really base everything I do on joy. Like I remember when I was younger, I obviously did not Google what Black Swan the movie was about, but I was like, oh, one like an Academy Award or Oscar or something. Let's watch it. Watch the whole movie. And at the end of it, I was like, 
I did not laugh no. once. This was a waste of a movie. Mm-hmm. There was no joy in Black Swan. Especially as a kid. How old were you? I don't know. How old were we when it came out? We were probably like in like... teenagers? Yeah, like I think I was 12 or 13. You watched it when you were 12 or 13? Right. No wonder you hit, well, yeah, it's... I also didn't understand it at the time, but I did yeah. develop a crush on like Mila Kunis. So there was that. Oh, yes. I was like, yeah, no Natalie Portman was in there, but they were both in there. They were. Yes. If you had to choose, which one of us is Natalie Portman and which one of us is Mila Kunis? Honestly, I don't really remember much of the like plot, just that it was quite dark and that there was like bullying or competitiveness. I'm basically asking which one of us is the bully. Mm. Mila Kunis was cool. I feel like you're cooler. Natalie Portman had anxiety, so I feel like I... Okay, so remember what was (laughs) moving on. (laughs) We'll have a talk later. (laughs) Off air. No. We will break this down. We're like them, but different. Now, before we get into the episode, we want to thank our season sponsor, Rentap. Paying rent is a hassle, but what if we told you there's an easier and more straightforward way? Meet Rentap, your ultimate rent paying sidekick. No more ATM trips, no more checks, and no more app juggling. RentApp deposits your rent directly into your landlord's account hassle-free. Plus, it's free to you and your landlord doesn't need an account either. But here's the kick. RentApp doesn't just stop at rent. They're all about helping you build a brighter financial future. There's even an option to report rent payments to boost your credit score, making homeownership more achievable. For our GTI listeners, we've got an exclusive deal. Use our referral link rent.app slash GTI for $50 cash back on your first rent payment. Ready to simplify? Check out the referral link in the description or head over to rent.app slash GTI and make rent a breeze. So five things that didn't make me happy in 2023 that I spent money on that I'm still obviously not over. The first thing, spending money on expensive hotels. So I was like, you know what? Like in the last week's episode, I said I spent money on upgrading flights and that made me really happy. So I Mm -hmm. felt like spending money on higher, like nicer, expensive hotels would make me happy. What's like an expensive hotel? I've stayed at the Beverly Hills Hilton, which I actually did like. So I will, that was one I don't mind spending money on. But mm-hmm. even that, or I stayed at, you know, those, those photos of that like infinity pool in Singapore? Not specifically in Singapore, but I know Infinity Pools with a nice view. And there was that one that was on Tumblr and it was like really famous and it was like all over Instagram and like social media for the last like three, four years ago and they were everywhere. And it was like an Infinity Pool that dropped off and you just saw like skyscrapers. Okay. The image isn't coming to me, but I I am familiar with the type of image. Yep. It's screaming luxury. Yeah, there's a hotel in Singapore called Marina Bay Sands, and it's like a ship in the sky. It is literally like a ship, shaped like a ship, and it's like on these three poles, and the poles are like hotel rooms as well. And then the ship is the infinity pool, and it's like one of the tallest buildings. It is gorgeous. Like, I was excited just to see it as a tourist, let alone stay in it. Mm -hmm. And I stayed in it. Paid the money. It was like cheaper because it was like a last minute deal. How much is it per night? 
it was expensive, but we got it for cheaper because they were doing renovations. So that made the price a little bit better. Let me have a look now. So it's about $1,000 a night. Expensive. I was there for three nights. Yep. And initially I was like, well, this is the only way I get to, you know, go on this infinity pool and it's a bucket list for me to be at this infinity pool. So I'll spend the money. I'm here to speak at Forbes, like 30 under 30 summit. Like I, it'll be fine. Yep. If that's the time to splurge. That's the time to splurge. That's an event. And not only that, they like upgraded I don't think I spent a grand. I think I spent like six or seven hundred dollars, but they upgraded my room to give me like one of the brand new, nicer rooms at the top. So not only wow was it like a nice hotel, we got like a really nice deal. An upgrade. An upgrade. And a discount. The first day I was like, this is crazy. This is amazing. I'm taking videos. I'm sending it to my family. Second day, this was really nice. This was amazing. Third day, it was just a room. Really? Because I imagine a place like that, you've painted me the picture. I'd imagine a really spacious room, like all of the amenities, a really comfortable bed, and most importantly, a beautiful lookout and Mm -hmm. like luxurious amenities. Did you not get that? Yeah. And access to the pool. Yep. Here's the thing. I could have just like gone to one of like the rooftop restaurants and also gotten access to the pool. I could have just spent like 80 bucks on dinner and then gone to the pool after. Oh. Because a lot of people did that. Okay. Okay. So you could have just went to a nice hotel that was $300 cheaper and still have gone to the pool. And like staying at the Beverly Hills Hilton, beautiful place. Like always wanted to stay there. Iconic. Again, just for a couple of nights. But by the end, like the difference, oh my God, I'm going to sound like a bad person. The difference between like a really fancy hotel and like an average hotel, the rooms were not that different for me because I'm not a detail oriented person. I don't care for decor. I don't care for details. I just see a bed and a shower. Clean, nice food. And as long as they're clean and like somewhat modern looking, it just wasn't worth it. And I don't Mm. know if I would spend that kind of money again. I'd rather go for like a mid-tier hotel and get a nicer flight. Mm. Yeah, I, I get that, especially if the novelty of it all wasn't worth it for that price. Because for that price, even with the discount, and especially with the upgrade, I'm expecting to not want to go home. Mm. I mean, I didn't want to go home, but it's so artificial, you know? Like, it's not your real life. Mm. And I don't live like this. And then I come home to my not Marina Bay Sands room at my house, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> my walls have marks on them. <laughs> it's it's not a luxury, luxury um, hotel. Okay, that's interesting. I would have thought the kind of bump up in price would have been worth it. Like, I've not stayed at a luxury hotel before but I would think that the payoff would be worth it no especially in Singapore Singapore's very flashy it's very bougie you get a nice view but you can go to a lookout and get a nice view Mm. you know yeah so it wasn't worth it second thing that I spent money on last year that did not make me happy was buying physical copies of books which is interesting because last week you had the exact opposite you were like this makes me happy buying a physical copy of a book This is what happens. I'm ready to throw down Simran. I buy a physical (laughs) copy of a book. I don't read that book. I buy an ebook, which is cheaper, or I rent an ebook. I finish my ebooks. I am literally worse off 
with physical copies of books. Do you know why? Why? Because when I have a physical copy in my hand, I am tempted to just pick up my phone and look at my phone and check my phone. When I have my phone in my hand, how does does that work? How do you not get distracted when you're on your phone and just easily exit out of? Because I don't have my notifications on. My notifications are off. So nothing like comes up the top like, oh, so-and-so has messaged you. And so when I have my phone in my hand, my Mm -hmm. monkey brain is like, well, I've got the dopamine hit because the phone's in my hand (laughs) and I read more. I don't like that. I read books so much faster. (laughs) And you read them just on your phone? And I read them on my phone. And this is going to make you even more upset. (laughs) On my phone, it tells me how far along I am in my book in like percentage. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, oh my God, I'm already like 25% in or I'm like 24% in. I might as well get to 30. I get that. Do you at least have the Kindle app? Or are you just like on a Google browser? I just have like an app, you know, like like Libby, for example. Okay. Yep. Okay. Less judgment now. Less judgment. I'm also like <laughs> moving around a lot. I'm traveling a lot. I'm, I always have like time on my hands where I'm waiting. I just wait a lot. It's actually quite sad. I'm like waiting in a cafe or I'm waiting at the airport or I'm waiting for the plane to take off or I'm waiting for someone to turn up to a meeting. Mm. So I always have these like pockets of five, 10, 15 minutes. It's weird to carry a book around. It's not. It's actually, you know what? It's not. You brought a book to your <laughs> bachelorette party. But you always you always have a, a bag with you, especially if you're at the airport. I just can't reconcile with the fact that I have a bag with me. <laughs> You've seen me. I turn up to your house in Hamilton with my phone, my wallet, and my keys. <laughs> I maybe a pair of clothes maybe actually not even that yeah there have been times where I have driven an hour and a half to see you and I have nothing but the clothes on my back and you're like stay the night wear my clothes and I'm like okay because <laughs> sure, I don't have any I'll brush my teeth with like toothpaste on my finger yeah oh that's <laughs> I just like how can you stand to I mean okay I got a kindle for Christmas do you use it I do Ebooks are so much cheaper. A Kindle's expensive. Like the books on No, no, they're they're cheap as well. So it's like four to six dollars instead of twenty to thirty dollars. And I will say it is it is cheaper, but you mm-hmm. just cannot like I've been reading off my Kindle purely out of convenience because a lot of our bookstores in Aotearoa don't have the books that I want. And so I have to wait Mm. like a few weeks, but I just started rereading an old book and the happiness that just like smelling the pages, like I actually like smelt the pages and just like feeling it in my hands. It just brought me so much joy. I just can't. And you're just on your phone. And I'm so happy. And on my phone, I have this little thing at the top of my phone, which shows me what book I'm reading right now and how far along I am in it. Like I'm reading The Mountain Is You, which by the way, really good book. You should read it. Oh, okay. And I'm 16% through it. So I might as well read a little bit today and get to 20%. And then if I get to 20%, I might as well be a quarter way through. Like I have read so many of my books last year on my phone and I can just uh, what I was trying to say earlier is those like five ten minutes I have I can just flick through and read a couple of pages you know Mm, yeah I I do see how that works for you so 
I'm, yeah, buying physical copies of books, mistake, never again. Disagree. (laughs) Works for you. I bought a book, literally haven't opened it. Can I read it? What is it? It's called Focus. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You know what? Next time I come over to your house, I'm borrowing a few books because I know you're not going to miss them. That's true. You used to, remember when we lived together, you'd borrow my books. Did I ever ask for them back? I never read them. (laughs) I actually think I have... One, I I do think I do have one or two. Keep them. I'm not reading them. I'm going to buy the ebook. Yeah. Now, the third thing that I have spent money on very quickly that I do not feel like has brought me any joy is getting priority Uber Eats. Like spending extra when you pay for your Uber Eats meal and it's like, hey, it's going to take 20 to 25 minutes to come. But if you want it for 15 to 20 minutes, you can spend a dollar more. And I'm like, a dollar? I'm hungry. I have procrastinated buying my lunch. It is already two o'clock. I'm starving. Yes. And never have I been like, thank God this came five minutes earlier. Yep. No, I I agree. (laughs) Everything you just said is exactly what I've thought when I've paid it. And you forget about it. Yeah, it's like $2 now. And then, first of all, Uber Eats is already expensive. I'm already up to like $30 for lunch. Now I'm at $35 plus delivery. I was going to say shipping plus delivery. Like, I have never been like, this was worth $2. Because I'm still waiting and I'm still anxious and I'm still watching them slowly make their way over. (laughs) It's not like they're like, they don't have the foot down on the gas. (laughs) Why is my... Uber eats faster. It can't be faster. They still have to take the same amount of time to get there and come back. (laughs) They're not speeding on my behalf. That $2, the driver probably doesn't personally receive that extra little tip or whatnot. So they're like, I'm cruising. It's a five minute difference. Like I'm good. But the thing is, they're coming that way at the same legal speed anyway. (laughs) Sure, maybe I'm not the second person they're delivering to, but if they weren't delivering to someone else, it is the same speed. (laughs) Honestly, I want to hear if anyone like is pro priority Uber Eats because I need to hear this. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. My fourth one is actually also completely against what you said last week as many that you do enjoy spending money on. Look at us not getting along ready ready to throw down again well I've had a gym membership for a few years love it go to it fantastic I then went to reformer pilates because Maya kept talking about it Mm -hmm. and the way that influence works is if a friend doesn't shut up about something you just end up being like maybe there's something here you know it it might be and then one of my other friends was like hey do you want to come to reformer pilates and I was having you know she got me at a vulnerable time I was having a bad day it was like just near the end of the year between Christmas and New Year's things were weird and I was like sure okay I'll come to Reformer Pilates with you loved it holy crap I get the hype fantastic but to have an extra membership on top of my gym membership was just like it didn't make me happy it didn't bring me joy Mm. working out brings me joy but I was like I would literally just have my already quite expensive gym membership and just turn up to that okay so you're not hating on reformer pilates you're hating on the like stacking stacking yeah yeah okay all right, we're not going to throw down now. No. <laughs> if I, I only did reform a pl- oh, if my gym offered it, I would be turning up to that class. Yeah. It's fabulous. But why is it like $150? Oh my god, like I think 
so many of my gifts last year, I just asked for Reformer Pilates like concession passes. Like <laughs> Maya actually gets paid in Reformer Pilates. I'm kidding. <laughs> Literally. I enjoy it so much because I have like struggled with consistently moving my body in a way that I actually like and find joy. Reformer Pilates does it for me, but holy hecka, not saying they don't deserve it, but shish kebab, it's expensive. Is it actually $150? I was just throwing that number out there. It is between $25 to $30 per class. And if you go three days a week, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. It's expensive. So that usually a studio will have like a concession pass for like five or 10 classes and then you can buy that for like 150 or 200. It's like a little bit cheaper. Um, and that's what I would get as, as a gift. For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it, from local pop-ups to global retailers, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple, increase revenue, expanded reach and enhance customer experience. It's a win, win, win. To learn more about how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. Should we just start a reformer Pilates studio? Babe, I'm trying. I literally almost <laughs> bought a reformer. <laughs> yesterday but they're just boxes and springs they can't be that expensive they are between three to five thousand dollars okay we're not making studios we're making the machines (laughs) we're selling the machines they must be patented or something that doesn't make sense it looks like a tradesman made them they're really well built they're really good for you can also use them for rehab like my physio recommended doing reformer pilates like she was like do Pilates, babe. Yeah, well, if you've got something worth $7,000, like you can, it's, it's also a place to like sit on, you know, it's like an extra seat. Oh, now yeah. I can like, my cat can play with it. Like there's, of course, you're going to make lots of uses out of it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I get the gym stacking because that's actually quite common. Mm. And gym memberships aren't cheap these days. I don't know. Yeah, I don't get that. So I did a trial of it. They're like sending me emails being like, come back. And I'm like, you are not getting my money. I'm just going to hope Les Mills one day like puts reformer. Oh, I don't think so. They've got a spin class. That'll do. That will do. Mm. My last and final thing that I have spent money on that did not make me happy. I think you're going to agree with me on this one. Getting my nails professionally done. 100%. Like very quickly, I have spent 50% of my time last year doing my own nails and 50% of my time last year getting my nails done. Getting my nails done involves sitting somewhere for a long period of time, not being able to use my hands, 
I'm like, if I do it myself, I can be at the comfort of my own home. I have my gel nail kit. I can watch something. My old flatmate and I used to do our nails together sometimes. We would just sit together and catch up or I do it with friends. Like it's a social activity. And yes, it's fun to like sit with someone and have your nails done and talk to them and just like have that as an experience. But I don't find it like relaxing and luxurious. I just like worry. No. And I just sit there and it's not. It's not fun. And then I go and pay and it's like 80 bucks. And I'm like, why? Like I understand why, but. It's expensive. I'm 100% with you on this one I got my nails done for my wedding and I sat there and I was like fire out the six ages I never get my nails done so I never knew and then it was expensive and then you also have to pay to get them taken off yes and it ruins your nails I don't get it there's a huge huge hype around getting your nails done and how that helps you know good for you if you if you love it but I I don't I don't understand And I will like not, I have nothing against it if you do this. Like a lot of my friends will pay for it and it's value Mm -hmm. for them. And it's like that time to like, you know, just have time for themselves and relax and not be on their phones. And I totally get that. But I just, it didn't bring joy for me. It didn't work for me. And I much rather just like, you know, don't have to book it a time to sit down and have my nails done. I can just do it at 8 p.m. at nighttime or 11 p.m. at nighttime. I'm crazy like that. Like I can just do them (laughs) whenever. And that has made me really happy. I will say, though, like my friend the other day, she was like, oh, like you did your nails. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I can tell they're not done very well. So I don't want to act like the quality of my nails is anything. Like I clearly can't, I don't hold a candle to the professionals, but I'm happy. Exactly. And you would much rather spend that time at home, at your leisure, than somewhere else. And then you're paying more yeah, maybe the the look of the nail isn't <laughs> isn't as well. It's not professionally done. It's definitely not professionally done. <laughs> she was just saying that because she felt attacked. Because the other friend, it was like a group of three of us for dinner. And the other friend was like, "You spend a lot on facials," and she was like, "Yeah, well, I like facials." And I was like, "I do my nails at home." Oh, I didn't even say anything. I was like, "That's a lot of money. You do spend a lot on facials." And she looked at me and she was like, "Well, I know you do your nails at home because, like, look at them." <laughs> Mm, yeah I don't don't really get facials either but I do have sensitive skin you do also yes that's true that you you shouldn't get facials but I do want to hear what are the five things that you spent money on in the last year that did not bring you joy I'm really curious I also do not have a look at these so take it away Maya so number one is expensive skincare Really? Yes. And ah, okay. I'm sorry. I swear I'll stop talking about my wedding at some point. Will you? <laughs> it's my <laughs> No, it's actually not. Um, <laughs> okay. So this was specifically as part as like my wedding prep. And so I don't really have that much of a good skincare routine. And so I was like, okay, I want to, like, it's a bonus. This will be for the wedding. And I think I got like, influenced a little bit more on social media by thinking that I needed the expensive skincare products to have the really good skin and to glow and all of that kind of stuff. So I think I just got swept up in that as opposed to really reflecting a little bit more because when it actually came down to it for my wedding, I mean, I I love organic organic products but my moisturizer was the Walida skin food 
Is that expensive or cheap? No, it's like $30. You can get it as like a, a whole body lotion and then there's one that's specific for your face and stuff. But I, I will also preface though, I do have really sensitive skin and was really like quite breaking out with reacting to specific products. But I did get caught up in the expensive skincare hype that it, it did not bring me any additional joy. I'm looking forward to continuing to use them. Will I buy them again? No. I heard dermatologists say something that like changed my life, which was like, you can cheapen out on the moisturizer. They all do the same thing. You can cheapen out on the cleansers and cleaners and removers and face washes and toners. They all do the same thing. Well, the only time you need to maybe even splurge are the serums. That's it. Yeah. I got a, a good sunscreen though. Oh, that's worth it. Yeah. Expensive skincare? Mm, Not my thing. Did it make me any happier? And it was expensive. So my second thing, similar to you, Sim, was expensive gym memberships. Reformer Pilates? I'm not going to refer to Reformer Pilates, no. No, but the in Aotearoa, the like F45 and the body fit and those like – High intensity workouts they are have really those everywhere. popular. Yeah, they're really popular here, and they're like fifty five dollars per week, fifty five to sixty dollars per week. I saw them in the US, like F forty five. It's expensive when you're like used to paying fifteen to twenty five dollars per week for a gym membership, and so I signed up because I, I convinced myself that this is a good motivation for me to like moving mm. my body and trying something new. It was not, <laughs> I didn't like it. It was really quite daunting and really not worth $110 per fortnight. $110 per fortnight. Yes. Didn't go, didn't feel comfortable. Wasn't worth the money. Interesting. Yeah. And that definitely wasn't going to make you happy. No, no. And I, I will say when I did go to Reformer, it was only one class a week. And that was my like gym membership. And then I would just do things at home. Number three is a luxury wine tour. You That didn't make you happy? It didn't. Is that because you had a fight with that guy on the tour? <laughs> Okay, that was traumatic. No, but also in hindsight. So I'm not really a wine person and neither is my husband and we Sorry, you have a husband? I do, I know. And and you know what? Surprise him, we went on our luxury wine tour for our mini moon in Queenstown. <laughs> for your mini moon, like your honeymoon pre your honeymoon. Yes. Sound insufferable. Obviously, it just sounds cute. (laughs) Yeah, so we went on a like luxury wine tour. It was only like six of us, so like a smaller group, I guess, more refined. The vineyards were beautiful, but in hindsight, I realized I don't actually care how the wine is made. I don't (laughs) care for the history of the vineyard and the people who are making it. It's just I want to go to a pretty vineyard, sip the different wines and just have a good time with the people that I'm there with or that, that I went with. And the luxury wine tour, it was very telling you about the history of the vineyard and the history of the grapes and all of that kind of stuff. And honestly, it just interrupted 
me like frolicking in the vineyards in the vines <laughs> it interrupted me frolicking you were, Maya was like clearly just like I can imagine you're like dancing through you're taking photos you're taking it in and some asshole is like hey did you know that this elevation is the perfect <sighs> degree 75 degrees only in Chile do we see this elevation <laughs> I, dude I don't care <laughs> I, I don't care. Actually, we were kind of pre-drinking a little bit before in this beautiful park, and that was kind of actually more enjoyable. The views, of course, were beautiful, but not worth it, and especially the company there. Mm -mm. Yeah, Maya sent me a very sad text message about a very racist experience. It was, it was, and it was very, no, it was actually, yeah, quite traumatic. I cried in the bathroom. People were looking at me very sympathetically, but also on the same hand, no one kind of stepped in, but that's okay. Don't engage in conversations. You know, I just need to set those boundaries more don't engage in harmful and racially fueled conversations on a wine tour in your mini moon. It will ruin your entire day. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. I, I will say that's not like what ruined it. I just didn't, yeah, didn't care for the luxury wine tour. Wasn't worth the 200 plus dollars, I think, 250. Whoa, that's a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, well, because it was talk. for both of us, for two people. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forget what it's like when you have to pay for two people. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, and so number four, trending or hyped restaurants. I'm a big foodie. I love going out and eating and socializing and connecting with people over food. But mm -hmm. the fancier or the trendier or the more expensive place does not equate to a better time, better quality food. It just kind of depends what you like. Yes, go and try things. But I did find overall the trendy or the hyped restaurants and eating out places that I tried it wasn't worth the 10 to $15 price increase. I completely agree with you. And sometimes the most devastating like part is when they're smaller portions. Oh, if I need to go and get some hot chips afterwards, that's after spending money. Mm -mm. I spend $80 on a meal and I'm going out afterwards and buying chips or being like, let's get dessert, but not from here. Yeah, no, because <laughs> no, no. you'll just get like a tiny portion. I know. Mm -mm. No, I agree with you. Nothing hurts more. I should have added that to my list. I learned that lesson a little while ago and it's sad. It sucks. Like quite often my kebab shop down the road is nicer and the Thai food truck more delicious. So yeah, I think it's the trending kind of hype things, not really worth it that I found. And my fifth and final thing, which was the same as Simran's, we did not copy each other or anything, is getting your nails done. <laughs> I don't get the hype. If I didn't voice it enough with your ones, I love that it brings joy and happiness to other people. It's just personally, I would rather spend the 50 to $100 on getting a massage. And that's just where my priorities lay. I don't need to have sparkles on my fingernails, although super, super cute. 
and does like, you know, when you first get them done, make you feel good. But I would just, yeah, rather get a reformer Pilates pass or get a massage. <laughs> I'd rather go to one single form of Pilates yeah. session because that's how expensive Honest, they are. Honestly. So yes, those were my things that I spent money on that didn't bring me any joy in 2023. It sounds like things that didn't bring you joy. If, I'm, if I could find like a theme, skincare, expensive gym memberships, luxury wine tours, expensive restaurants and getting your nails done. I would say these are all things that you would like if you had to make a list of things that you would assume bring us joy, they would be like top of the list. Like fine dining, luxury goods, luxury holiday things to do. Like mm. they're very generically what we grow up thinking we want to spend our money on. And it's so interesting that you've gone through them and been like, no, 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 no. And you might, like there's probably people out there or maybe even the younger version of ourselves. Like if we had the money that we have now when we were younger, I imagine that maybe some of these things we would just say that we like to do because we're like, oh, but like it would be weird to not go and get your nails done. Or it's weird mm. to say that you don't enjoy doing this. Like I'm just going to pretend like I do it. But I think there's some beauty in growing up, frontal lobe develops, and you're like, I don't have to like the things that other people like. Mm. And even more so, like especially the trendy ones. Mm. Especially the trendy ones. Yeah. Like – I don't think I would have said out loud that I don't like buying physical books. They're weird. They're a waste of money. You shouldn't, Simran. You should You should not say, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I, I probably shouldn't say that one. I think that's probably pushing it on the edge of edgy. But like going to expensive hotels. Yeah. Who didn't think that was normal? Or, well, I know, was surprised that that didn't elevate the experience. No. And like getting our nails done or going to like stacking on gym memberships I don't know, it, like Priority Uber Eats, they're all interesting things that in theory, I as a personality that likes convenience, imagine that I would like the convenience of a nicer place, the convenience 100%. of my nails done, the convenience of, you know, just having a book always there that I could just hold and have like, I like things, I, I like holding things, but I don't like owning things. And just very interesting. Now, if you've listened to this episode, hopefully it's inspired you to have a think about five things that you have spent money on in the last year. It doesn't take a lot of time to thank them. Just write them down, put them on your notes app and just make a mental or I guess physical note of, I don't actually have to buy these things. And I've probably just saved myself like $200 and that can be $200 that I can use to buy two reformer Pilates sessions or $200 towards something that actually brings me joy because there's nothing worse than spending money on things that actually have made no difference and sometimes make you feel worse about Mm. money because now we're poorer and we're not happier and we don't want that for us in 2024. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, if we have helped, if you have found yourself agreeing to things, please, it would mean the world to us. Take a screenshot, put it on your Instagram story, tag a friend, send it to someone that you think could benefit from having a money reset in 2024. It helps us grow the podcast. It helps us reach more people. And essentially, it helps us spread the message of more financial freedom for more groups of people. And that is all we want. All right. See you next time, Maya. Kakite. Bye. Bye. And as always, to finish off with the disclaimer, 
Skillset Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. Always do your research and please do your due diligence.